Seven. Welcome back to the TNA podcast, Tyler. We are on episode seven. How are you, brother? Seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven, man. I'm feeling good today, dude. How are you? I'm uh, doing fantastic. What's going on? Tyler, we have a big episode today, uh, all about conspiracy theories, about you know craziness, what people believe, what we believe, all kinds of wildness. Before yes. that, just before that, dude, can I share something with you? Absolutely. I need to tell you how my day went today, okay? First of all- Yay. Yeah, yay, Eric's yes. coming in hot. Yay to a point, Tyler. Eric's coming in very hot, dude. Okay, like the 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 my mistake was, and I just very recently learned this from you. Apparently, if you wake up happy, the rest of your day is not going to be, is what you said, right? That's correct. I woke up Absolutely. fantastic, dude, Tyler. This was the first time in a long time I actually slept through the entire night instead of like an old man where I usually wake up and pee three times. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. I, I don't want to dig into her too bad. Poor lady. It's not her fault. It's never her fault. We're going to talk about my housekeeper again. Oh, no. The same the same <laughs> oh, no. one that, that dodged me like the plague yep. at 99 cent store. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She wouldn't even look at you, right? Yes. Would not even yeah. look at me. She left skid marks on the floor just trying to, you know, escape <laughs> gaze from me. Um, But I swear to God, I'm nicer. And she, you know, I think she likes me. I like her. I don't know, dude. Okay. So... The plan, the the routine we have is I put a spare set of house keys and gate key and the $50 I leave for her and I leave that on the table. You know, we say our, you know, high and buy. I take off. She, you know, she's good. So last night I had, I had, you know, I, I have, you know, a place where I keep money in my, in my house and I let it accumulate a little bit and then I, you know, make a deposit. So yesterday when I was getting her 50 together. It's always, for whatever reason, escapes me to get the $10. Like, I always have, you know, the 20s. The $10, I always need a, you know, it's always in nickels and dimes and, you know, a dollar bill and all this stuff. A $2 bill. You know what I mean? Like, it's so hard yeah. for me to get $10 together. So, yeah. so yesterday, I, I had the money ready that I was going to deposit. And it was like, you know, it was like one one ninety and change. And then I got two 20s, a 5, and I you know, got five singles together. I was like, okay, this is, this is for Maria and this is for my deposit. So, okay. you know, I folded it, I put it on the table. So it would be ready to go in the morning. I put my deposit money in my wallet and I left the house. Now, um, my brother, for whatever reason, when we work together, he always, I think he collects hundred dollar bills and it's because he knows he's not going to spend it. So he has, you know, $100 bills, you know, in his safe or wherever he keeps it. Uh, and anytime I have a $100 bill, he, you know, he, he'll buy it from me for 20s. So I tell him, I'm like, Eddie, you know, I have a $100 bill that I'm just going to deposit today. Do you want it? So he's like, yeah. So, he, you know, he starts going through his wallet, gets, you know, $100 together. I, I pull my wallet out. There's the $50 that I made for Maria. Yeah. So yeah. I left my deposit for her. And I took the $50 that was supposed to be hers. Yeah. I trust her, Tyler. I trust her with my valuables. I trust her with my, you know, with everything. I trust her to be alone in my house. But I'm I'm in no way accusing her, but I started to panic. Yeah. And it's not like an obscene amount of money. It was like, you know, $190 and I gave, you know, yeah. and I got the 50. My right. issue was, I assume she trusts me too to, to have the money together to know I'm not going to shortchange her. So I assume that she's going to grab the the wad, you know, under the keys. She's going to grab it and go. Yeah. I start texting her. I start calling her. I'm texting and calling. 
And now I don't want it to be like I'm accusing her of anything. God forbid. But, yeah. I, you know, I sent her a text message. Hey, I think I may have shortchanged you. Can you double check what I put on the table? Like, dude, there's no way. To, how do you approach that? It's not like, hey, I paid you wrong. You know, you don't want it to be like, I don't want her to think I'm testing her either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm at work. I just started my day. I'm like, dude, this is going to like wreck me, man, until she answers me. Never. And she, you know, it's she's an older lady. She's in her 60s, I think. It's, is she? she? Yeah, she's I, she's either very late fifties or very young sixties. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, she's not gonna text me back, and like, you know, every time she usually, you know, when we communicate with her, usually, you know, my girlfriend does it. So I don't know if she even knows my phone number, and I'm like this random number texting her, hey, I paid you wrong, and she's like, who the hell is this? You know? Yeah. I I get home right now, and God bless her, Tyler. She left she left change out fanned across the table so I could see very clearly that she left change. You know what I mean? Like, like she had, wow. you know, a 50 on the table and a 20 and then a bunch of, you know what I mean? Like she fanned it's it like out. like the Monopoly money. She left it out like the Monopoly money for me. She's like, I didn't steal from you. Here's your money. And like, just fanned it across the wow. table. So yeah. that really like, that really like calmed me down. And then I start hearing my cat screaming. I've had this issue with, with her in the past that I told her, my cat, you know, he's he's skittish. He's a cat. When when a stranger comes into the house, like not you, obviously, like he knows you already. But when you know he sees her once every two weeks, he'll he'll go under the bed or he'll you know I I, I leave the closet a little bit open and he likes to hide in the closet. And I've told her, please don't close the closet. I've had situations where I come home and the poor guy's been in the closet with the closet closed because you know she cleans the 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 mirror part of it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. please. Dude, the guy's screaming, screaming. And I'm like, oh my God, how many hours has he been in this closet right now? Like, I'm embarrassed to say this. I don't want anyone to call a child protective services and they'll come and take my cat from me. Like, you're lucky you live on the first floor because if so, because if you're on the second floor, someone's going to hear that. Absolutely, dude. And I don't know how long the poor guy, I'm assuming he was probably in there and he heard the door open and close when I came home, you know? Yeah. But man, he just like, he was in there screaming and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I went and opened it and like, he came out and he like, you know, he started like, like rubbing up against my legs and he's like trying to get away from the closet. I'm like, poor guy, man. He must've been in there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude. He must've been in there for like at least two hours, at least, at least two to three hours. Oh, so man, that that's me. So now I'm finally here. What a day. Very calm. He's happy. I gave him food and catnip. I hooked him up fat, dude. I hooked him up fat. You have to. Good. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh what a day. God. Now I'm here with you. I'm calm. Boots is happy. I'm in my Holy happy place. Air conditioner is oh running. <laughs> what? What? a? It's not even two o'clock yet. It's not even two o'clock yet, dude. Like, and I already had, you know, my day, dude. What a nightmare from hell, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, You know what I wanted well, to ask? Glad you recovered. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying my best. Okay, back, back, back to normal, man. Let's let's put our let's put our our podcast uh, caps back on. Um, Tyler, did you ever believe as a child? Because I want to go into conspiracies. Did you ever believe? And it, I don't know if it's a conspiracy or not. Like, is I don't think Santa Claus is a conspiracy theory, right? No, 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 no. That but, that's a parental hoax. So, so as a child, though. Did you ever, did you, I mean, did you believe in something like, like that? That's like, you know, like a conspiracy or like a parental hoax or something like that. I mean, we all obviously felt prey to those things, but what was, what would you say is your big thing? I I don't know if it's, well, I guess it's a hoax, but I, I believed a lie when I was a child 
And this, this was over a summer. I was probably eight. I don't think I was, I couldn't have been this stupid at nine, <laughs> but we were in uh it was at uh summer camp and this is going to be kind of gross. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's all, when you're that young, it's all boys in a, in the day camp group. Right. And so one of the kids who is kind of like the, the prick was basically going off. Like he would always spout off facts that were never true. <laughs> one of which was like, Oh, you know, it's like, you should never like put your head in the toilet because you'll get, you know, you'll get some sort of infection, which is probably true, but you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. But the, but the thing I remember that he said clearly, cause it fucked me up was, Oh, excuse me. It screwed me up was, uh, if, if P your P is acid and it will burn right through anything. And I, he was going off and just talking to me. I was like, all right, whatever. But I had that in the back of my head because it's like, you know what? I don't know. I've never peed on myself. I, maybe it's true. Sometimes it's bubbly when you pee. I don't know. Right, right. And it comes out super hot. It comes out hot. Yeah. So one day, uh, we were, I think we were in the locker room because we would change to go into the pool and stuff. So one day, he turned around and basically St. Valentine's massacred a whole row of us with pee. Son of a bitch, man. Yeah. And that lie from earlier in the summer hit hit me. And I started, I went ballistic. Oh my God. I thought I was going to die. I thought my leg was going to burn off. And so I ran out of the locker room screaming. Like, and just starting to cry, like starting to bawl. And none of the counselors in all the hysteria could figure out what the hell was going on. But I run out of there grabbing my leg, not knowing what to do. And they... One of the counselors picked me up sideways. What the hell? Like a suitcase? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like a suitcase, basically, just with both hands wrapped around, went out of the closed gate and ran to the nurse's office, probably four to 500 feet away. And and I'm screaming at this point, my leg's burning, my leg's burning. <laughs> and because I've been rubbing it so hard, a rash began or like a like an irritation began to form on my leg. So they thought I was having some sort of allergic reaction. Oh my god, man! <laughs> so every, everyone's running up. Everyone's gr- trying to grab my medical file, and people are like throwing all these wet paper towels on my leg. And they call my my grandma to come pick me up early because they don't know what's going on because it doesn't look like anything that's a problem. And so I went home that day, and I was asked, you know, what happened? What happened? You're totally fine. Nothing happened. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I rubbed up against it. I was too ashamed. <laughs> yeah, I got a golden <laughs> shower at, at camp today. Exactly. I was too ashamed I got a golden shower at summer camp. And now I'm freaking out. But that was that was a lie that I believed in. But I think that's the same stupidity that a lot of adults have. And we'll talk about that with this topic. But how about you? Do you have uh, anything? So, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to dispel this for anyone. I can't imagine there's like children listening to this podcast. I really hope not. But... You know, for me, I, I I just remember, you know, like like a lot of those a lot of those uh, 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 like kid fairy tales. Like I never believed in the Easter Bunny, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm Jewish, um, and and you know, like I I didn't I, I wasn't born in this country. So when we came here, I remember being a kid and just hearing about Santa Claus, and I remember just you know you know we had our Hanukkah, 
And yeah. I just, I, I asked my dad, I'm like, what, what is that? What is, you know, what is Santa Claus? And spoiler alert, if you're, you know, 10 and under, if you're listening, you know, mute it for about 30 seconds. Uh, my dad told me that Santa Claus is bullshit. Exactly like that. He said Santa Claus <laughs> oh, is bullshit. God. And I said, but what about all the, pre-? and he said, he cut me off. And he said, if Santa Claus were real, why are we at the mall right now buying presents? Why is everyone's parents at the mall right now buying presents if Santa Claus were real? That's and pretty was, good, actually. And I was like, God damn it, man. Like, the guy has a point. Like, but everyone believes in it. I'm like, but but dad, you know, what about, you know, everyone at school and all that? He's like, yeah, don't tell them. I'm like, but but <laughs> they believe, though. What about they believe, you know? And he's like, yeah, we don't tell them. We don't tell them. One day, they'll figure it out for themselves that their parents are going out shopping and the same Damn. things they were out shopping for are now under the tree and somehow Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, my God. So, I, yeah. I, I admire the bluntness of, of like, no, it's not real. But I also was like, oh, my God, he's going to let the lie continue. Like, yeah. just let the let the fools believe in it. Yeah. You know, that's that that was that's my dad in a nutshell, man. Like, that's that's the upbringing we had. You know, and I tell I tell people random stories, you know, from my dad all the time that happened. Like, I love the guy. He's my hero. He's my idol. You know, I want to be like my dad, you know, but the when you start telling people stories, Tyler, like and I'm sure you get this, too. I'm sure everyone gets this, too. Things that seem normal to you, right? It's like yeah. people just stare at you like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, <laughs> You're not I, in your head. You have yeah. to take into account. Yeah, not everyone you, has your sensibilities. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I you know, I tell my, I tell my girlfriend often, you know, um, I remember going to my dad when I was a kid and I had a splinter in my palm. I don't remember, you know, where we were playing with sticks outside or whatever. I'm like, I have a splinter in my palm. So. I, you know, it's the first time, you know, that I can remember having this type of situation. So I, so I'm like, you know, I have a splinter in my palm and, you know, my dad was in the military, you know? So he's like, Oh, okay, cool. Hold on. Takes a kitchen knife. Oh God. With the point side, puts it into my palm and just jimmies out the, the, the thing. And I'm standing there, dude, I'm like five. I'm like, Whoa, I don't know if I should cry right now. Or like, I don't like he did it in a way it didn't hurt. But I'm just like, dude, you're I, in shock. I was in shock, dude. I was like, is this, are, am I supposed to have a knife in my hand? And, you know, now when you tell someone that story, it was completely normal for me at the time, you know, but, you know, that's, that's, you live and learn. Yeah. You live and learn. You know, some people live with the wool over their eyes. You get the tweezers, Max. But no, here's a, here's a full kitchen knife. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, here's a kitchen knife for you. Let's, let's get this uh, going, you know. Your dad's uh, no nonsense. He's going in. He's going in hard. He's going in like you. He's going in. He's going in hot. Yeah, he's coming in hot, man. My dad's. Yeah, yeah he's like that, dude. He's just no, no time for bullshit. No, there is no Santa Claus. No, no. I'm like, Dad, what happens when you die? You're dead. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, but what about you know this and that? No, that's it. Lights out. You're dead. I'm like, oh, Okay, thank you. This is quite a <laughs> as, as a young child. This is quite a world he built for you. It's just yeah. like, look, we're all alone. Okay, just you're on your own, basically. And 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 the sad part is, is it's kind of went backwards, you know, like because he's become softer throughout the years. So now when I'm like that, you know, what happens when you die? And and still, I have in my head, you're dead. That's it, you know. So he's yeah. like, you know, you know, there's you know God, and you know, there's heaven, and I'm like, dude, where where was this when I was a child, man? Where liar was, yeah right i'm like now i don't need this like you know 
now I can make up my own mind and decide that we're dead. But all I've ever thought is, you know, when you die, that lights out. Yeah. <laughs> so on to, out. I'm telling you, man, on to, on to crazy things that people believe. Um, we oh, talked yeah. about this in the past. I, I, Tyler's giddy about this topic, guys. I'm telling you, like, Tyler, this is what Tyler lives for. He loves these. He loves a good conspiracy theory. He loves a good. Uh, even uh, the bad ones. Even the bad ones. Even the bad ones. And um, so, you know, when I pitched this to Tyler, I actually came up with an I, you know, I, I came across an article. Give me one second. Let me go back on my iPad because I want to see the actual one. I, The one I found first was by The Insider. And they had the most popular conspiracy theories in America. That that happened to just, you know, come across my page. It was done May 4th, uh, 2020. Um, as I started looking into it, I, I said, you know what, they have 35 things on their topic. I think that's going to be a bit much for us. So I found a website called Big Think, Big T-I, I'm sorry, T-H-I-N-K. And they narrowed it down to America's 10 most popular conspiracy theories. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if these are in order or not. Because as I was going down the list, I'm like, I, I've never heard of this. And this one, absolutely, I heard of like, I, I you know, you would think that, you know, JFK would be first on the list, right? Oh, spoiler. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's of course you dude, you can't bring up conspiracy theories without bringing up JFK. Yeah. Uh, anyone not in America, that's John F. Kennedy. He was a president that was assassinated. We're going to get to that in a few minutes. Uh, let me just pull this up for you guys and we will be on our way. I am just waiting on this. Okay. Tyler, are you ready? Yes, let's hit it. So we've been hearing a lot about this one recently. Um, that is that there is a secret group controlling the world. Yeah. Uh, this conspiracy proposes that a secret group called the Illuminati has been really controlling the world and is looking to create a one world government. Their end goal is supposedly to create a new world order, which will dissolve national boundaries and people's identities while allowing for total authoritarian control. Uh, one little piece about this, a version of this theory also sees groups in a similar position of world domination, the Freemasons, the Jewish people, the Bilderberg group, or the globalists that are often invoked in right-wing media outlets like Alex Jones and Breitbart News. President Trump himself mentions globalists and invoke fighting against insidious elites as a battle cry for his base. Tyler, what are your thoughts, man? Break that down for us. That was a lot. I I love this theory just as a, as a fiction because it, I think there's just so much mystery to it. Like it's almost, it's almost like a sexy conspiracy theory. Because okay. it's just, it's, it's so mysterious and cool and you never know who's running it, but everything is, someone's pulling the strings or a group of people are pulling the strings. But Alex Jones, in high, when we were in high school, I found Alex Jones fascinating. Not that I necessarily believed in anything he said, but just because he made movies. Like I think now he's known as a talk show host, right? But did you know that he made documentaries? I, think I didn't know that. Does. I didn't know that. I thought he was only a talk show guy. There was a slew of them in the early 2000s. And one of them was about, uh, like, I think they're, God, I forgot what it's called, but it's, there's a three part uh, thing about 9-11, which I know we'll get into in a second. But it all it crossed over a lot with the Illuminati. He also talked about the group Skull and Bones, which is supposedly somewhat of Illuminati group. He's uh, stalked the supposed Bilderberg groups outside of buildings during supposed meetings. And the whole thing's fascinating. Now, do I believe that there is one group controlling everything? No. 
I think it's ridiculous. I think, I mean, how literally every country has to be in on it. Like North Korea then is like a a hoax. It's a stage basically. Yeah. Right. Right. There's just nothing. Yeah. That this to me, you know, uh, you know, going off of what you're saying, it's, it's, it's real life Truman show. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it is. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's something similar that we've discussed in the past. If it's true, like you said, everyone across the board needs to be in on it and and just for that fact i don't believe it's true no i don't think it, i don't i don't be. see anyone working together that much that no one fell out of line ever to come out and expose them other than you know the crazies talking about yes and i was you know in on it too and all that stuff you never hear anything credible about things like this no one of the things coming to mind right now with Alex Jones is there was a documentary he did during the Bush and Kerry election. And one of the big things is that it doesn't matter who's going to win. The same thing's going to happen. It's about these elitist, this elitist group coming to power and having more say. And they said, he said that the election was BS because Bush and Kerry were, I think ninth cousins. What? Going back to that. Yeah. Which look could be true. I'm not doubting that. It, it, it's you know it probably is true um but that doesn't mean that they're working together like i have ninth cousins i i don't even know who most of my second cousins are right are you telling me that this family is in such cahoots like through every generation every cousin removed like every you it's ridiculous right it, right, right it doesn't have any fact but I do enjoy when they talk about celebrities being in the Illuminati, especially when Beyonce, for some reason, yeah. Beyonce is Beyonce always part of the Illuminati. Why, why them? Because uh, they're money. They're money. Somehow they're, they're a power you know, couple. They're a power couple. It, it, I, think, I think people are trying to justify in, in today's America that, oh, but they're, they're black and successful. So they must be in on something. You know, instead of giving these people the accolades they deserve for the hard work that they put in on it, right? it makes more sense that, Hey, we let this guy in to show diversity in the group. Right. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, what the theory is behind something like that, but it, it doesn't make sense to me that, you know, you just land on anyone successful had to have been pulled in from the inside of the group, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just so, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's really it is. It's ridiculous. Um, what I can say though, for a fact is as far as Freemasons go, there is more history about the Freemasons than there is about the Illuminati. There's legit people that I know people who are Freemasons. Um, they are secretive. They are secretive. It is weird. I've always wanted to know more about the Freemasons. It is something I wanted to get into. And I do. I, I actually know a few people who are Freemasons. And they they seem to be as open as can be about it. While saying it's not like a... a corporation trying to take over the world but freemasons is absolutely a thing that is absolutely a thing um the jewish people uh yeah I, that's a tale as old as time dude like i, I don't know you know they i don't know I've, I'm, I'm not even gonna comment on them and that's just ridiculous in my opinion that's that's been but who you know, would believe you if you say yeah right yeah <laughs> of course i would try to you of know leave it by the door yeah. away from me right and then <laughs> and then the bilderberg group um which is the globalists. It's synonymous yeah. with that, which is what you were talking about a little bit before. Um, I don't know. I think, I think as people, we just need a common enemy. And I think if we're all, I think that's a way to, you know, just unite people either for good or bad. And I think that's why 
conspiracy theories like that, I think that's why they flourish. I think that's why they it's, go like they do. Isn't it basically Davy and Goliath in a way? I mean, it, it is. It is. It, you know, oh, we need a, we need a hero to to break up these huge things that we're against. You know. Yeah, it's the people. It's the underdog story. It's whatever you want it to be. I yeah. Mean, but but that's you know that's where I stand on that. Will you have anything else on that one? No, let's stamp that one as BS. Let's stamp that one as BS. Here's a fun one. Um, this one's a little bit dated, but uh, this was, you know, it's actually as dated as it is, it still comes up. I mean, people still say it, even though it's after the fact, even though it's more than, you know, what are we talking about? Uh, many, many years later, um, number two on the list, President Obama wasn't born in the U.S. and maybe a secret Muslim. Um, one second. Um, this is what they write from bigthink.com. This untrue proposition was famously championed on Twitter and elsewhere by current president, Donald Trump. The theory that Barack Obama was actually born in Kenya and is not a natural born citizen in parentheses and thus ineligible for us presidency and parentheses, uh, was used to delegitimize president Obama. Despite Obama producing a long form birth certificate to placate the doubters, Showing that he was born in Hawaii to a Kenyan father and an American mother, 72% of Republicans in 2016 NBC slash News Survey Monkey poll still express skepticism about the president's place of birth. Uh, one more thing they write about it. Another aspect of this conspiracy alleges that Obama is actually a Muslim. Although he's a very well-documented Christian, this idea is fueled by Obama living with his Muslim father as a baby and speaks to the anti-Muslim fears stoked by politicians and talk show hosts. Tyler, yeah. say something. First off, I, 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 being a Muslim does not make you automatically just, I, I, I guess, a terrorist. I, I, that's what they're getting at, right? I, they're trying to put negative connotation on it, whether it's you know right. linking it to terrorism or anything or or less than or anything like that. It's which is absolutely ridiculous. Now, down the road, I'm sure we're going to have a Muslim president. I don't know if we'll be alive, but I'm sure we will. Just like we'll have a Jewish president. We'll have a gay president. I mean, a it's, female. we're, we're going to a female. We're going to have the whole we're going to have everyone as a president at some point. So that's ridiculous. The, this whole birth certificate thing, I never understood ever. This this is. I mean, it's almost hate speech. I mean, that's what it is. It's basically because this – I you see, I'm having trouble with this because I don't even really understand why this became something. It's it, it, what, This was all was about delegitimizing it. It was all about how do, we, how do we pull power from this person? How do we make skepticism? How do you build distrust? And the way to do that is you make this person a plant. What does that mean? It means you take this person and you say he's not qualified. Why? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And amongst those things was he's not even an American citizen. That's that that's the way to, you know, disqualify anyone from anything. And it's and this and this goes further than than you know um than him, you know, uh than him being born here or not. You know, let's say the let's say that's just another one of the things John McCain was born also, you know, in a US territory. He was born in an Air Force base, right? Yeah, not in the not in the continental U.S., not in, you know, Hawaii or Alaska either. But it's 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 people are always just looking for something, which is just uh, it's 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 desperation. And I think that's 
a democratic thing, a Republican thing, a centrist thing, uh, any kind of anything, you're always looking how to, to, to build distrust with whoever you're against. I think that's not, you know, I don't think that's uh, limited to any, any political party. I think that's true for anything. In my opinion, but it's a bully move. It's a what move? A bully move, like a bully, like a schoolyard bully move. Like, you know, you're like, you know, oh, yeah, well, that guy's parents are divorced. You know, it's, but it's, this, it's just it's what else do you have to say other than that? I, I guess so. I mean, but it's just like what? See, because I'm now thinking about the Illuminati because we just talked about this. <laughs> like, what is this? Would this have been an Illuminati plant to just, you know, put Obama in and throw him out? And and just I I don't know like this one hurts my head I I can't even comment on this one BS stamp it as BS right on the well not on the birth certificate but just, just <laughs> there we in are general. two for two um, this one is very touchy I apologize and we're not trying to we're not trying to um, uh, polarize anyone you know we're just yeah. two normal guys we don't share political views anything like that I, I'm you know I, you don't know if I'm a communist even or whatever it might be it's I, I'm I'm honest to God I'm nothing. Um, We've heard this one a lot in the past, and it still comes up. And I thought this one was going to be number one. Um, number three on the list, the attack on 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, a community of truthers has emerged around the idea that the terrorist attacks on 9-11 were actually orchestrated by the U.S. government, stemming from the White House itself. They believe the Bush administration had advanced knowledge of the attacks and allowed them to happen so they can invade Iraq, advance their agenda, and the truthers claim that jet fuel from the planes was not enough to melt the steel beams of the World Trade Center, which were actually brought down by a controlled demolition. This theory was, of course, widely debunked, but continues to live on. One reason of the idea's longevity is the historical facts did prove the war in Iraq was justified using incorrect information about the supposed existence of weapons of mass destruction. Where are you at yeah. on that? Uh out of every i think out of every uh conspiracy theory especially on this list this is the one that i find offensive because i think we experienced seeing this at a very young age like this event i think defined our generation yeah that this was the very first thing we ever experienced and we were barely teenagers when this happened yeah eighth grade and you're right. That's right. This was fall of eighth grade. And I mean, honestly, I don't know about you. I didn't know what the hell the World Trade Center was before this happened. Yeah, I, I don't remember I, ever learning about this in school. No, ever. Um, so this was a, a huge piece. I mean, this was information thrown at us like this is a, an important. These are important buildings, not just because they're in America, but because these mean something. Stuff happens here that is important, and now it's destroyed by a terrorist group. And this is what the terrorists are. This is what they do. This is, and it was for for kids our age. That is so much. That is so much going into our heads at once. That I think, I think for our generation, I think we we'll, we have a bias with this one anyway that it was I, an inside job yeah uh, I feel that. but but do i think it's an inside job no do i do <laughs> do i think president bush did a bad time handling this whole thing that's a whole other conversation but no i do not think it's an inside job okay. never did 
never thinks okay. of it. Now, Alex Jones did. And there's <laughs> many documentaries that, like, he had a whole documentary that I don't think was part of his regular 9-11 series. I think it was an offshoot that went into, like, Building 7 for a good portion of it, which was, you know, a couple blocks away, a few blocks away. It's actually that, a lot closer than than people think. I looked into that myself. It? It's 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 at the it's at the other side of the street of the World Trade Center. Okay, I guess that that exploded too during this, and there was a whole thing about oh my god, how come none of the buildings just on the opposite sides of Building Seven went down? Like there was all of this nonsense, right? And no, I I, I don't think it. So for me, with this one. Um, this one really, I think, catapulted a lot of people into being, you know, especially our age, especially with, you know, the internet being where it was at the time. I think this one really catapulted people into this camp or that camp. I don't yeah. think there was any in between because the thing, the thing is, it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to word this right. When you have, when you say something, when you slander, let's call it slander. When you say something about a person, you can, you will always have that almost stain on that person. If someone says to you, Tyler, um, you know, so-and-so, I, I heard they, you know, I, I heard they, I'm just thinking about the worst thing in the world. I'm just, you know, hey, Tyler, you know, so-and-so, you know, had a relationship with an underage child or an underage person. If that's true or not, let's say it's not. You will always have that doubt in your mind. You will never, that person will never have a clean slate again. That's, that's, you know, that's not my opinion. I think that's really how it is. Um, right. So this really catapulted people into skepticism. This really, this, this is when in America, I think, this is when people really started saying, what, what's going on with the government? Do I trust the government? That's when I started seeing revolt because up until then, up until, you know, 2001, I don't ever remember a time where there was so much, you know, not in our lifetimes, you know, we weren't allowed uh, alive during, you know, Vietnam War and, you know, the hippies and all that stuff. Yeah. But but this was the time that we started seeing people, you know, going against the government, going against, you know, popular idea, going against uh, what what they put out in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did see, I forgot what the name of it was, dude. There was that big, big documentary that was made about it um oh um yes paper uh, tower uh, something I, spare, dude, I spare no change wasn't it spare change, like spare change yeah man that if anyone's really curious i mean check that one out i mean it, it has com a compelling argument which always with things like this there's almost always a compelling argument loose change it's loose, loose change. change loose change yeah, yeah. If, if anyone's interested i mean check that out it's it's really gonna make you scratch your head and wonder i out of respect for the for the lives lost I always, I always have a hard time saying that this would be a conspiracy theory. I, I yeah. have a lot of problems with that. Out of respect for the lives lost, because you start, if you start thinking that this one's a conspiracy theory, you start thinking that everyone's a pawn in a game, and these these are actual human beings. These are, you know, there there was a point where, and and you remember this too, Tyler. There was a point where they stopped counting casualties. You know. Um, uh, yes, yes. Not, not, a, not officially, of course. I mean, everyone is accounted for, but there was a point yeah. when they, you know, you know, they were giving briefings. They're like, oh, we're now at a tally of X amount of people. And now we're at a count, uh, tally of Y amount of people. There was a point when they just, you know, stopped doing that because it's too it's overwhelming. It was too much. It's, it's too much to process. It's too overwhelming. So out of respect for, you know, everyone there, I, I, I really want to think that it wasn't, but you know, it's, it's, it's up to everyone else to make up their opinion on it. Yeah. Um, 
on a lighter note, let's let's get out of that one on a lighter note. This one's just this one's magic, man. I've I've been seeing this. I've been seeing this one a lot on Instagram recently, and it's it's really like you want to talk about a head scratcher, Tyler. Like, get ready for a rash, man. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Number four, lizard people, aka reptilians, are running the world. Yay! This yeah. is a very <laughs> sci-fi Hollywood variation on secret groups controlling us, famously championed by David Ike. Uh, yeah. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing David Ike. No, that's it. Yeah. A professional conspiracy theorist from Britain who is also a big player in the truther movement. This idea has also support from 12 million Americans, including a 2013 national survey. Oh, okay. uh, last part about this. What they believe is that the top ech- ech- echelon? Echelon. Echelon. Yeah, I was. I always have a problem with that one. Uh, where'd it go? Of course. Give me one hey, second. Illuminati, sorry. Illuminati took you down. Yeah, they heard me talking. Um, what they believe is at the top. One second. Echelon of our government is actually controlled by shape shifting reptilian aliens who have been lording power over humans to make them into mindless slaves for their own purposes. Yeah. The best part about this one is on the bottom, there's a photo taken January 17, 2005, of an iguana that they, you know, they just put that with there, you know, just so you know who your god is. It's a good picture. Excellent picture. Tyler, where are you on this one, man? Oh, absolutely believe it. Hands down. Yeah, right? Uh, and you got to be a fool not to. If nothing else, <laughs> this one's the, the real one. That's terrifying. 12 million Americans. 12 million. 12 million. Which makes sense because whenever you go on YouTube and if you ever look up, again, like one of these, you go down a rabbit hole and, a hole and you end up looking at an Illuminati video, guaranteed there's something on the side in the recommended videos that say watch reptilian so-and-so caught live on television. And you click on it and it's always some, it's just digital distortion. Like it's just a breakup in the cable signal and it cracks me up every time. And I can't tell if that video is trying to be serious or not. But I, I, this theory is one of the funniest and most entertaining of them all. I mean, you got to be in, you got to, you know, agree with that. It's amazing. I I always want to meet the the person. I always want to meet the people. Okay. So there's 12 minutes. How come I never met anyone, dude? Like I want to meet like, you know, I want to be one of these people and like, you know, they're going to look you in the eyes and just have that sincerity of like, wait, you have doubts? Like, you don't know? You don't know that there's uh, lizard people? Like, I just want to meet that person. So the um, population of the United States is 328 million people. Uh, yeah. Can you do that math of 12 million? <laughs> of what the percentage would be of the population? Is that because uh, I told you I'm Jewish earlier? Yeah, I'm I obviously, you know, numbers. Yeah, I have no idea, dude. I'm not that kind. I'm not that kind, man. I, I, oh. The percentage it's, it's, is too high anyway. The percentage is too high, man. The fact that there's 12 million, it's it's more than the population of a lot of countries, dude. That's like entire countries <laughs> believe in that. 12 That's million right. like, is, is the population of like many small countries. That's ridiculous. I'm going to look up the population of Hawaii. Look up. Yeah, but yeah, but that's a state, man. Like, I know it's a state, but I'm just curious. Okay, so that has 1 million. What's Guam's population? Hang on. Good old Guam. No, they're not even in the running. Anyway, it's too many. It's too many people. Twelve million people, man. Jesus, terrifying. So, what are we? What are, is it, are you putting a, a question mark on this one, or is it a, just a big fat yes? Or what? What are we? Uh, well, let's go with a big fat yes. Why not? Let's go with a big. Fat yes. All right. Yeah. If we want to be taken seriously, Tyler, it's time for us to fall in line with the lizard people. That's right. Uh, that's that's our demographic, anyway. Thank you all. Look, for it listening. took your internet down. I'm not screwing with them. 
you know what's funny is when it when it popped back up, um, the there was number three, the attacks on 9-11 was their inside job. Yeah. Followed immediately by number five. Number four was gone. Oh. Now when it loaded back up, it's there. Like, I don't know what the hell happened to that page. Spooky. Um, so number five, our English teacher all through high school was obsessed with this. Um, you already know yeah. what it is, Tyler, oh, just based yeah. on that. He, he used to make us watch conspiracy theories. He used to make us watch all kinds of documentaries. Like anytime we had an off day, this is what we had in our English class. And that's uh, every nine- November 23rd. Every November 23rd, we talk about this. Yep. And that is the JFK assassination at number five on bigthink.com. Um, let's see here. 51% of Americans believe that there was a conspiracy behind the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. In a large nation, in a large national survey in 2013, the popularity of this particular theory stems from the horrific murder in 1963 of President Kennedy and the subsequent lack of clear, satisfying explanation for who was really behind it. Um, here we go. While shooter Lee Harvey Oswald got the official blame, parties as divergent as the CIA, KGB, or the mob have been implicated in the public consciousness. Uh, the particulars of the theory focus on analyzing whether there was just one gunman or if more shots were fired than officially claimed. Um, this is one of my favorite yeah. ones, Tyler. I mean, where are you on this, dude? Uh, I I believe there was more than one person. I, I truly, I mean, the evidence for 1963, just look at the actual setup of okay. where this took place. You've been there, right? I, yeah, I actually went there because our English teacher got me so into it. I asked my dad if we could go and he took me to Dallas. Um, but I mean, you look at the, when the motorcade turned, okay. you know, toward the book depository, how open that space is with the car uncovered with secret servicemen. I mean, there wasn't a lot of secret servicemen up in the buildings either. Now, I know this is 63, and I don't know what all their protocols were, but that's taken a serious chance. You have people literally lining the sidewalks right next to that car. And even if there are Secret Servicemen, I mean, any one of them could just pull out a weapon, pull out a knife, pull out, you know, a sharp piece of plastic. I mean, it's just so open. And then you have Lee Harvey Oswald. Now, he, I know it's been proven now that, yes, the shots could have been done. But I don't think he was good enough a shot, especially one person, how calm and stable you'd have to be to do that is insane. I think Lee Harvey Oswald was part of it in some degree. I'm just a patsy, which is what he said while being taken into custody. Fine. But I think he was in on it. But I think there there was more people involved. What about you? Officially, is there one shot that did it? Uh, That's the magic bullet thing, right? There's the magic bullet, but then there's the headshot. The headshot, I think, is... I'm trying to think back. Yeah, back and to the left was the headshot, which means, theoretically, the bullet should have come in front of the car rather than behind, which is what where Lee Harvey Oswald was, where the, the fatal headshot hit. So my my thing is, and if you just look at this logically, if you know no facts, the fact that the guy was in police custody, 
Okay, we're talking about Lee Harvey Oswald, who was who was officially the killer, right? Officially, he's the guy. Yeah. In police custody, in broad daylight, in the middle of the street, covered with reporters, the man got killed. That's right. Yep. Jack if you Ruby. look at if you look at nothing else but that, it's already enough to raise flags, in my opinion. Right. For me, for me, that kind of seals the deal on the fact that you know there is more behind, more to this than than what they gave. Yeah. Um, this guy obviously knew something, and obviously needed to be killed before he had a chance to say anything, which is what happened. When they look at when they looked at also. You know, because there's so much about this. I mean, this happened in 1963. So there's so much about this today. Uh, there's a, just a plethora of information. Like, you can find this anywhere. Um, he had a full day. He had a full day. And it doesn't really line up with, you know, just killing you know, killing him. And then, you know, they didn't they get him somewhere down the road? And he had, like, a donut. And, like, wasn't there, like, a whole day, like, before and after? Yeah. The the timeline it just doesn't make sense, man. And and on that's why on this one I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say I believe that there is more to the story than what was given. But you know what's funny about this is is that when I ask my parents who were how old were they? My dad would have been five. My mom would have been one. They don't believe that. They believe there was a single shooter. And I I'm only bringing this up because. This was, I think, their big tragic event. Like ours was nine eleven. So, so for them, it it would be you know too much to to say, hey, yeah, there's a story behind it, and you know, government right. and this and that and the other. They don't want to they don't want to bring too much into it. But I also don't want to make it sound like our further generations should believe that nine eleven was an inside job. I just want to <laughs> I just want to say that. Right, right, but, right, right, right. But I think like we have that personal bias. Like it, it affects us emotionally. I think right. that's their event. So they don't want to think that there could be other forces involved. Multiple okay. forces. Yeah. So so where are you putting this one? This one I I I'm gonna say is true. I think there was more than one there was more than one shooter. More than one person on involved. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, let's go into the next one. This is part of what made us what we are today. I mean, we're all about the, the, the weird, the, the supernatural, the contact with, uh, out of, uh, out of, uh, earth, uh, things, um, outer that is space. number six, outer space, number six on bigthink.com's conspiracy list. Aliens are contacting us. A variety of events came under the radar of beliefs in alien contact. Among these are mysteries like the alleged 1947 crash of a flying saucer in Roswell, New Mexico. The ensuing government cover-up that cover-up of that incident supposedly links to Area 51, a top-secret military base where experimental research is carried out, giving rise to rumors that the studies are actually on aliens and their technology. Uh, the last bit they have on this, believing in UFOs is definitely one of the most widespread alternative beliefs. With ongoing explorations on the topic and cultural products, and a steady stream of first-person claims that are spreading through the internet. Tyler, yeah. take us there, man. There has to be alien. I mean, there. I mean, whether or not beings have come from space in a ship is one thing, but I mean, there has to be life somewhere out there. I mean, that's so vast. I mean, we, right. there's no end. There has to be another planet like this somewhere with full of awful people trying to get to work, 
yelling. I mean, the whole. I'm sure there's other people out in the world, out out in the universe, that are having issues with their housekeepers too. Yeah, right. But yeah. Uh, but as but as far as you know, far as making contact, contact, maybe I, I'm I'm open to it. Uh, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yes until we have actual proof. Hopefully, it won't turn out like to serve man. But uh, I I I want to say yes, but at the same time, I have to say no. There, I don't think there's enough. Honestly, there's not enough proof. So I have a huge, huge, huge thing with this one. I absolutely believe that that not only has there been um, the my 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 question is, what do you mean by contact, right? Because yeah. the, the, the government, you know, the Pentagon recently did make like, you know, an investigation team specifically for that. Um, the U.S. Air Force earlier in the year did release footage of many, 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 many UFOs that were tracked by, by the Air Force. Yeah. Um, the way they're making it pretty and not to cause panic is a UFO is anything. It's just an unidentified flying object. Now, what does that mean? That doesn't mean this absolutely factually is a flying saucer UFO. A UFO, un, you know, unidentified flying object can be uh, a foreign uh, uh, plane. It could be it could be a vast amount of things. It could be really any unidentified flying object. People really stuck to that word, and it's now synonymous. When you say UFO, right away you think about the flying saucer. Right away you think about you know two little green dudes piloting it, right? Yeah. So the way they the way they manage to keep people calm is to say, yes, there's unidentified flying objects. Of course there are. Have you seen how big this guy is? But that's not satisfactory to me. I absolutely believe, you know, I've seen many, many of those uh, uh, YouTube videos. For whatever reason, they just can't get it right. I mean, every time there's like a UFO encounter, it has to be the guy with the shakiest camera. Yes. It has to be. You know what I mean? Like, until today, I mean, they've they've had those images forever, right? But it's until like, today, dude. Well, it's like if someone took the video yesterday and somehow all the only camera they had was a cell phone from two thousand five. It's yeah, either like shaky last, cam or that. Yeah, so that's that's my issue with that. But I absolutely believe that there's you know all types of you know flying saucers around. I believe that there's as far as alien abductions, I'm kind of weird on that. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, there, there's, there's, unfortunately, there's a type of people who, who are uh, taken. But, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's, I think, I, I, I hate to say it, and I hate to even dig deeper into this uh, trench of this theory. But I almost think that those people are planted because that, that's how you make that distrust that we were talking about earlier. I think if enough hillbillies come out and they're like, yeah, I seen it. You know, it took me up. It done probed me. You know, it's like, dude, who believes this guy? And how come every time it's a abduction, it's this guy? How come every yeah. time it's like, you know, in the middle of, you know, wherever it is, and it's like, you know, people that don't wear shoes and you know have a tinfoil hat? I think they're making you think that it's it's a crazy thing to believe. But that's just me. So on this one, I'm gonna put a big fat question mark. Like, I don't want to say yes because I myself don't know. Um. But I'm gonna put a big fat question mark on this one, man. I can't. I will not close the book on this one. I'm not gonna call it a no. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I. Yeah. It's. It's too. It's too. Open to have an opinion. It's way too it's, open. 
and I think it's very small minded to 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 say you to know what yeah it. we're the we're, yeah. yeah we're the only living beings dude the galaxy is is yet to be uh, a research man you know how big the galaxy is like they're finding things every second of every day you know it's so big it's very small minded I think it's you know maybe it's it's a security blanket yeah, yeah there's nothing out there you know it's just the moon and the sun and dude come on now man that's right um. Number seven, I actually want to ask you a favor in this one. I'm going to read it, but it's, you know, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that we have Mr. Media here with us. Um, number seven is, of course, how come every time I lift it, 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 you know, the page dies down? Give me one second. That's why I opened it on my phone too, just in case the iPad was giving me attitude. Number seven <laughs> is the moon landing was faked. One of the most significant Ugh. scientific and political achievements of the last century, landing on the moon, often comes under attack. Some people believe that the landing did not happen and its appearance was orchestrated by NASA slash the American government as part of the Cold War to raise national pride and one-up the arch-rival Soviet Union. Supporters of the idea point to such things as the flag appearing to move in photos of the moon, something that should not happen as there is no wind in space. This was disproved by pointing out that the flag only appears to move during the moment of unfurling. Unfurling is uh, when you when you roll something out, just for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, unfurling, something which would happen even without wind. A variation of this theory goes so far as to say that the famous, oh man, this is what I wanted from you. The famous film director Stanley Kubrick was the creative <laughs> mastermind of the fake footage of the landing. Yeah. Before we get into this, Tyler and I were talking about this a long, long time ago. Tyler, can you can you explain what that is to people? Can you explain um, what involvement people are saying director Stanley Kubrick uh, had? Yeah, so... Kubrick did 2001, uh, which was a big hit. Uh, it's all, it, it had, it was the Star Wars before Star Wars. It did so many, it had so many brand new special effects shots that it blew everyone away. So from what I remember, the theory is, is that they asked Kubrick to stage this for television cameras. And this has been a rumor, I think since The Shining. And it's funny you brought that up, Eric, because uh, when I got the documentary that had this, you were looking for the pest. I think we brought up that that oh pest. My God. Don't get me started. Don't get me it started. That That's same a day. Honest, <laughs> well, we should bring that up at the end. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's ridiculous. There's the whole thing in The Shining where Danny's wearing the sweater with the rocket ship, and he's going into I think the the one of the uh, hotel rooms, and the hotel room is. It's either the distance from the moon to the earth or, or, or vice versa and, or whatever the gas was. But yeah, people, it is an entertaining one, but uh, no, I, I don't believe this was faked. I, I think this one was real. What, what, do you, what do you have to say on this? I think this one was real, man. Um, it's, it's, it was a space race at the time. And what what gives it away again again just like with Lee Harvey Oswald just playing the facts just not digging too deep the fact that the Soviet Union was against the U.S. at the time and even they themselves admitted America got there first they they they're too proud to to play along with a conspiracy theory and just let it happen that oh yeah yeah they actually did beat us there why would they ever do that um, and then when you start digging deeper you start seeing um, I forgot what the name of the show was, but there's a show hosted by Adam Conover. And basically he, he debunks things like he, he tells it the way it is. So he covered the moon landing in 
in in great length um and it's things about the the shadows you know um yeah the 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 lighting the flag waving the flag waving it's too much technology for that time uh for it to be faked and this needs to be a worldwide conspiracy again this needs to be every country saying yes america did it yeah uh and and i just don't think you know anyone owes us favors to be you know you know just giving us that approval i i i absolutely think it's happened um you know, and I'm I'm excited for it to happen again, man. I think that's a big deal. I don't know. I like NASA and space stuff. I, I don't well, know. I just, that's Mars cool. is next. Mars would have to be the next the next one. But right. there's dude, I'm I'm with it. There's a great movie uh, called Capricorn One, which is all about basically the faking of the moon landing. It's it's with uh, America's favorite uh, O.J. Simpson, who's in really? the film. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually a very entertaining movie. It's just it's kind of based around if the moon landing was a hoax. But it's, it's a 70s cheesy movie, but it's it's pretty entertaining. What was the name of that one? Capricorn One. Capricorn One. Okay, I just write that down just so I can get it. I'm sorry about the yelling in the background. My cat, I think, found something in the other room. He's happy to be out of the closet. Oh, my God. Poor Jump guy, for man. joy. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, so where are we on that one? I'm going to say it's no, dude. I'm going to say it's not a hoax. I'm going to say it's the real deal. Oh, good. Uh, into number eight. The FDA, and actually, this is very uh, topical because this this you know has a lot to do with right now. Yeah. Uh, number eight is the FDA is withholding the cure for cancer. This idea maintains that the FDA and big pharmaceuticals actually figured out the cure to cancer a while back, but are not making the medicine available. While big pharma has not made itself many friends among the public, there is no evidence that such a vast conspiracy is possible as it would require the participation of thousands, if not millions of people in both for-profit and non-profit sectors. It makes more sense that the selling of the cure would actually make more money. It's also hard to believe that these evil medical professionals would not use the cure on themselves and their families, a fact that would likely have come to light eventually. Uh, Tyler, where are you at? Exactly. It, it actually, the I think the part where you said that, um, was that the evil medical professionals would not use the cures, etc., that's that's yeah. the biggest thing to me is that this is this is probably I think the most evil conspiracy theory so far that you've mentioned. I mean, this is strictly for profit death. Yep, and it's just it, I mean, it doesn't make is big business. It truly does not make any sense. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just automatically stamping no on this one. Okay, and, and I'll be I'll be quick with this one too. Um, my thing is with this, I have no question that the pharmaceutical companies are ahead of what is released, but that's to be expected. I think you know we're you know unless you want to be a lab rat, absolutely. I think that they're more advanced than what they let on. Um, does that does that kind of make sense to you, Tyler? I, I no, I agree with that. I do agree. So so absolutely, there's no question in my mind that they are ahead on everything than what is, you know, mass released to the public and what is mass accessible. Um, the reason that they haven't dropped certain things is because it's not a hundred percent. It's not safe. It's not ready yet. I think, I think that's the biggest one. It's not ready yet. So if there is a cure for cancer, I don't think that it's, you know, put down, you know, just made a hundred percent right to be available yet. Um, I, I, and for that reason, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's more of, yeah, we have 
maybe more than is what is available. But you know, <laughs> you know, it needs to be at the right time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anything just happened on your end, but my my cat just completely ran across the laptop right now. So. Oh, don't worry. We all heard it. We're all good. Okay, I'm I'm very sorry about that, people. <laughs> Let's try to try to be professional. I don't know what's going on with my cat. He's having, you know, he's just so happy to be out of the flipping right out. Now. So that one, I'm gonna put a big fat. I I absolutely not. I don't I don't agree with that. That's offensive. That one actually. <laughs> it it is offensive, dude. It is offensive. It's like, yeah, let's just let everyone die and figure out how we can make more money about it later on. Yeah. You know, I I I don't I don't like that. Um, number nine. We're almost we're almost the whole way down with this one. Number nine is chemtrails. Another conspiracy theory mainstay. This idea says that the trails you can spot in the sky behind planes are actually chemtrails, some kind of chemical sprayed by the government to control the population. Of course, the trails are just contrails created by the combination of vapor from the engines of the plane combined with low temperatures at night altitudes. Uh, I think uh. that was supposed to say flight flight altitudes, but it says night altitudes. I'm not sure why, because chemtrails are vi- are visible in the in the daytime, the daytime as well, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think that was supposed to say flight. I think we uh, there you go, bigthink.com. We we caught you. Good job. Um, I always thought this one was crazy, man. You know, I've spoken to a lot of pilots before, and and it's exactly what they said it is. It's it's vapor from the plane's engine combined with low temperatures. That's why you're seeing it. And that's why it dissipates so quickly. Yeah. Um, the reason this one picks up steam is because people like to simplify things and you know everyone's seen crop dusters before yeah and i don't remember what what james bond movie it was but they totally put a whole town to sleep around fort knox using using that same crop duster technique have you seen that one? Oh, was that a connery one was that a connery i one? think that i think that's the one with octopussy if i'm not mistaken is it it's an older one though isn't it it's, it is, it's an older one. Yeah, it is an, it is an older one. It's one of the 25 Bond movies? Yeah. Yeah. But they, I, I think people, you know, see things like that and see crop dusting and they're like, okay, well, why are they so high up dropping, you know, all those lines of, you know, sky cocaine on us? You know, like what, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think that's, that's where it comes from. I, I'm going to put a big fat no on this one. Are, do you have anything to say on this? No, I... I'm I'm honestly not too familiar with this one, but this one just seems kind of ridiculous. It's it's goofy, dude. It's goofy. When you hear people say chemtrails, like right away, you know, those same people have tinfoil hats. You know, it's because I, I, I don't know, man. I don't, when you I mean, these are so high up. I mean, how is it going to get a whole population of people? It doesn't seem like enough or it would just evapor- evaporate so quickly up there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And what? Does, yes or no. No, but does this also apply to the, uh, you know, baby, will you marry me kind of skywriting too? Are those? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that that guy just killed, a, you know, a, a whole small town, you know, uh, writing, you know, baby, will you marry me? I hope she said yes. I hope so too. No, that, <laughs> that, that, that this one's ridiculous. Yeah, we're going to put this one on a big fat note. Yeah. Um, we have reached the end of the list. We have reached the the you know, into the new hour. Um, this one's big. Um, this one's very uh, close to my heart. I really don't want to polarize anyone. Oh, I, no. I really, really don't. Um, so just all I ask is that you keep an open mind. If you don't, if you don't know about a topic, just don't, you know, study before you speak. That's all I ask. Um, number 10, the Holocaust did not happen. 
Oh, yikes. You would think there is no doubting of a well-documented historical fact of 6 million Jews being exterminated by German Nazis in the recent past. Supported by thousands of photos, films, first-hand accounts, but there are people who believe the Holocaust did not happen. Only about 54% of the world's population has heard of the Holocaust, according to a large 100-country survey by the Anti-Defamation League. And only a third of those who've heard of it believe the Holocaust is portrayed correctly. Given political realities, it's not a surprise that only 8% of responders in the Middle East heard of the Holocaust and believe its description was true. 54% um, of the world's population has heard of the Holocaust. Yeah. Oh my God. Like that, that's insane. That is a major world of, I, I I'm assuming cause education is poor in many countries. I mean, well, I don't know it's, what else that could be. It's that there's a lot of questions of narrative. Like, you know, who does it serve to know that that happened? I, I there's, there's, I don't want to get too political about it. This is what I'm going to say about it. Um, I had family members that were in it. Yeah. Um, I had a family member that my great grandmother, rest in peace, died. You know, two three years ago. She she was you know she wasn't in. Um. I've I've had more you know of my family members in it, and it's it's. I I have no problem with people you know questioning the scale of it because it is hard to comprehend. Um, yeah. The Nazis, Germany is notorious, notorious for, for record collecting, uh, which came back to, you know, bite them in the ass because, you know, you have lists of names, you have lists of numbers, you have lists of people. Um, I, 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 I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it not, not to say, you know, obviously I wasn't in it, but I've seen, I've seen, I've known people in my life who were there and, you know, from Romania um, it's, it, it, it absolutely is real. Uh, if people want to question the amount, if people say 6 million is high, no problem, no problem. 6 million. It sounds weird that it's a rounded number. It wasn't 6 million. It was, you know, high fives. Um, I think, I think where people, you know, again, again, and it comes back to that theme of conspiracy theories going hand in hand with the word distrust. The problem is on this one, and this is this is something that I always say. People like to make the Holocaust a Jewish thing. What yeah. people need to remember is that it was gays, it was gypsies, it was uh, unfavorable people is what they called them, which is, you know, people with Down syndrome, people with any kind of, I'm sorry, uh, retardation, things like that. Any, you know, it was it was black people. It was. Yeah, there was many, many people. The the distrust comes when people say this was a Jewish thing. If you start realizing how how not specific it was, now the Jews took the brunt of the force, no question. Um, if you start really looking into it and you start seeing how many different types of people were victims of this, that's when I think it starts. You know, make even dare I say humanizing it for everyone rather than it being a a a specific to one type of people event mm-hmm. that's that's what i have to say about it um and the, the also the I, on the japanese end with their own camps too i mean there was a yeah, whole other yeah. bunch of camps with the, that the japanese had yeah the internment camps they were called in the in the u.s no 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 the jap the japanese camps that were in china indochina 
Okay. Do you do you you don't know about this? Was they? I'm sure I do, dude. I've, I have so much going on in my mind right now, and also my cat's screaming in the yeah. room. No, there was the. Um, I mean, I think. I, I'm sure. I think there was more than one camp, but there was the Unit 731, which was uh, the Japanese Human Medical Experiment Unit, where they were. Jeez. It was like uh, Mangala level sometimes maybe even more mangala type stuff that was happening in there and that was it killed many many people in indochina i mean which is you know yeah, part of it too but it's it, it's crazy how people just do not believe in the holocaust it, or deny it rather it's it's insane yeah yeah absolutely um but can we go out on a <laughs> fun one again i i got one yeah, let's we'll bring up a quick. Yeah, one. give it to us. Man. Can we please? Can we talk about the Men in Black? The the real yeah. Men in Black for a second, because this one, the real Men in Black, this yeah. one I love, because I I in a way wish this was real too, because this is the Men in Black is both entertaining and frightening if they're real, because it's not the Tommy Lee Jones Will Smith kind of Men in Black, that these are <laughs> these are interdimensional beings that are trying to replicate humans. So a lot of the stories are is that they are very bland looking. Sometimes they have over reddish lips, uh, speak very robotically, sometimes do not understand. Like if you walked, like if, uh, if you were, you know, a regular civilian, I was a men in black, I'd walk up to you and say, hi, I'm, I'm so-and-so, how are you today? And you're like, oh, the sky is, uh, is quite clear. And I would say something like, oh, I, uh, I'm doing well. Thank you. And like, it would just be like interactions like that. And at the same time, it's like they have the abilities to walk into different dimensions. And then you get into the whole interdimensional thing with, you know, upside down worlds. It's just, it's crazy if you read all these stories. And of course, yes, they're trying to hide alien contact, alien beings, etc. Trying to silence the humans. Um, it's it's insanely entertaining, but kind of scary if you read into it. What do you think there are these kinds of space cops in a way? <laughs> if you believe in I, aliens, you just fucking blew my mind, dude. Like that's I. Not that I've never heard of it, but I've never heard of it. You know what I mean? Like I've I've heard things about that. Yeah. But I've never I've never really. I mean, you just give me more information than I've ever researched about it, or I've ever you know really <laughs> really been exposed to man that's wild dude oh it's great that's look wild. up look but up i mean if, if you have time aliens, there has to be. yeah absolutely i will <laughs> absolutely i will it's you you left us with another question mark i have nothing this i've i've i'm gonna leave that one on a question mark dude i have no idea what to say about that yeah i'm so i'm shocked that didn't come up with uh kind of in the you know like a a subsection of the lizard people right i mean if you're talking about shapeshifters and all kinds of things like that it's right in line with the shape with the lizard yeah people. <laughs> it's it's nuts yeah. anyway this was a great list thank you this was this was this, wonderful yeah this was awesome man and i'm sorry if, i'm sorry if i you know brought anyone down with that last piece but honestly you know i just it's 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 important man just, just research a little bit the um, more you know and the more you know i mean hopefully you learn something and as always tyler let's finish it off with the song of the day man you have something fun for us i do uh i'm gonna go with uh a britney spears song of all things <laughs> Oops, you did it again. Uh, actually, uh, is it from the same album? It's uh, Drive Me Crazy. I have no idea. Why is it Drive Me Crazy? Why is that a thing right now? 
I have, I don't know. Why is that the song of the day, man? I, it's just a catchy ass song. I was listening to. It. I'm like, oh, this is actually she. She kind of got something here. Good for her. Yeah, right. What do you oh got? Oh my god, man. So I, <laughs> the polar opposite of that. Jeez. Um, there's a song, and I really want you to check this one out. Tyler. I don't know if you know it, but I think you'd really like it. This one had short, very, very short radio play. Um, it's a song by DJ Z Trip and Chester Bennington. Ah. Uh, of Lincoln Park fame. The song is called Walking Dead. Okay. Have you ever heard no. of it? Tyler, check it out. Everyone else, check it out. You guys, I, I, this is, it's such a cool song. I mean, it, it had really, really short life on the radio, but this one, it's such a cool song, man. It really is, dude. Like, it's 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 a lot of fun. There's The vocals are great. It's it's really really cool. I, I I I highly recommend it. Check it out. Get back to me, Tyler. Let me know what you th- what you thought about. What was it. the DJ's name? Z. Uh, the letter Z. Z? Trip. T R I P. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, there he is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Walking Dead or just? Yeah, it is. Right. Oh, I just looked up the guy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what it is. Um, and, that's yeah. It's Walking episode Dead. Episode seven. That's, yeah, man. Everyone, check that out um that's how you do episode seven all about conspiracy theories um i mean check it out man check out any of those that you have questions on i mean dig deep and research research right Tyler? absolutely please please research for <laughs> please please research for fuck's sake yeah, for, yeah. maybe you yourself can become mr media just like you know everyone's hero tyler oh uh, well i'll have to contact the lizard <laughs> people if that happens yeah right we'll see you all in episode eight yeah See you guys.